This episode of the Do It or Else podcast contains sensitive information. We're talking about Santa Claus, people. You know what that means with Santa Claus. Spoilers ahead. If you have young kids in the car, you better tell them to shut up and go to sleep. Earmuffs. You could slip them a little Benadryl. Ooh, we should all do a little Benadryl. This has been a drill. Yeah, but this, this episode is about Santa Claus. Heads up. So, yeah. Bye. Bye. Wait, no. Hello. It's the beginning. Hello. It's not the end. <laughs> Enjoy the show. Do you buy your thumb in us, sir? Is that a challenge? Do you buy your thumb in us? Fine, let's have a duel. Challenge accepted. If you want to, want to, want to come over. Do you want to, want to, want to go ride? If you want to, want to, want to come over. Do you want to, want to, want to go ride? If you want to, want to, want to come over. Hello and welcome to the holiday edition of Do It or Else. Jingle all the way. Jingle all the way to that volume button. Turn it down. I'm sorry for blowing out your ears. This is the Do It or Else podcast holiday episode. Ho, ho, ho. I'm Dustin. I'm Ryan. You're the buddy. I'm the buddy. Yeah, we're both buddies now. Are we the kind of buddies from like a Christmas story where one of us would push the other one into sticking their tongue to the light pole? I think, yeah, I think we are absolutely those buddies. Um, I think you're the one who ends up with his tongue on the pole, though. You think so? Yeah, I think I'm Ralphie sitting in class, like looking out the window. Is that his name? Ralphie? Skipping etiquette, he went from a triple dare to a triple dog dare. Speaking of dares, Dustin. You dog dared me. What did I dog dare you to do? Face my fears and take a picture with Santa. Oh, I didn't even know it was a fear. It is for radio. It, it's a fear for this <laughs> episode. <laughs> All right. Well, before we get into that, you uh, want me to tell you about Santa Claus? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've always been curious to learn a little bit more about old Saint Nicky. Old Saint Nick. Teach me. Teach me about this scary right. man in red. Well, he started off as a, as a nice guy in Turkey. Mm. He started off as a nice guy in Turkey. Let me take you back to the uh, Mediterranean. Beautiful. Okay? Mm. Mm. 280 AD. Dolmas. In modern day Turkey, you get this guy, St. Yeah. Nicholas. Yeah. St. Nicholas, he's a sweetheart. He's a, I think he's a rich kid, right? But he gives all of his money to the poor. He helps people. He like gets people out of bad situations. People but love But he was Saint a real Nicholas. guy and he was a philanthropist is what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah. So then the Catholics made him a okay. saint after he died, right? Isn't yeah, that how it yeah. works? Uh and then his death day or what birthday, I don't know, one of these days associated with him, his saint's day, becomes uh, a huge holiday in basically all of Europe. That's when you would buy a new house if you wanted to buy a new house. It's a good day to get married. And I think it was like December sixth. Oh, wow. So it became so it became just part of the that culture and that community that this day is known as a really good day because this really good guy was born and changed the lives for a lot of people. Like we love this. Yeah, day. across the whole Catholic world. I mean, like the whole all of Europe yeah. was Catholic at some point, and so they all celebrated Saints' Days. And so yeah, this was like the best one. It was especially popular in Time Holland. Out. Time out is in Holland, what? wherever. Is this is Saint Nicholas Day better than All Saints Day? Like all the saints combined? It's a yeah. It's kind of like in Holland, 
Saint Nicholas is like the Alpha thing. Saint. Cool. I don't know. I don't know the relationship with All Saints Day, but I know the re- re- uh, relationship with a uh, Saint Nicholas here. And it's huge. But he stayed popular even through the Protestant Reformation. So once you know the Protestants started taking over Europe and spreading throughout, even in the Americas, uh, Saint Nicholas stayed popular because I can't. I can't think of another saint that we in the Protestant Church still have. Right. Uh. Maybe Saint Christopher sometimes. Sure. Um, Saint Patrick, every March seventeenth. Yeah, yeah. Saint Patrick. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of saints that like made their way into the Protestant world, but Saint Nicholas in a big way did, just because he was a sweetheart, and people started giving each other gifts on the the sixth as well. It wasn't Christmas. It wasn't like Christ like oriented, but like it kind of all fell together that way. Um, and even in Holland, this dude, St. Nicholas, became, like we said, a huge deal. Have you, have you like, seen the, like, Holland Christmas parades and I know stuff? they're pretty crazy. And Is that where the Krampus comes in, too? Like... Yep, they've got a Krampus there. So, I know they dress up in, like, traditional robes and garb, and it, it just looks like, you know, a celebration where... Um, you're encouraged to play dress up. Like everyone is encouraged to wear their best, most traditional clothes. Kind of like Oktoberfest in Germany. You know, you get like the traditional lederhosen. And we don't have that. Where, 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 why aren't we allowed to dress up in traditional clothes? Well, we don't have. I mean, white people in the United States don't have like a. We haven't been here thousands of years. You know, we're new. Our our clothes are our traditional. Clothes. I mean, unless you're wearing like a tricorn hat on July Fourth, I guess For you. July Fourth, we could dress up as revolutionary soldiers. Yeah, there's um there are some problematic bits with the the Dutch uh, Saint Nicholas. You want to hear them? I think I know where you're going with this. Do they put on? Do they? Do put you know on where I'm going? Do you know like about the jazz singer? Yeah, there's yeah. this guy Zwarte Piet. Zwarte Piet. He's the bad I think guy. Is how they say it. And you'll see these parades in, in Holland, and there will just be, like, hundreds of people in blackface. It's very weird. But apparently, it's Moorish. He's like, Zwarte Pete is St. Nicholas's, I guess, servant is the nice oh, way so to put it. Oh, so he's not a bad guy. And he's okay. supposed – he's kind of a bad guy. There's a little bit of a threat with him that he's going to come and kidnap oh, children. Oh, weird. He's kind of the bad side of the sword. I guess because the Moors had – Control of Spain when this, uh, like, North African yeah, wars, yeah. right? Had control of Spain for hundreds of years. And I guess there was rumors or maybe it was possible that a Moor would come. And I, apparently it was it did happen some that they would go up into the North Atlantic and kidnap people. Yeah, that was common like, to sell them for thousands of years just with everybody, even in Native yeah. America. Like, or Native in traditional United States with, like, Native American tribes. Like, they would kidnap each other's kids often yeah i mean it just happened yeah vikings that's what yeah. vikings did it's what people did yeah. it's a terrible thing human beings did for I a long long be- time so zwarte <laughs> p is about vikings some bit of i'm that sorry still i want to share but. something it might be a little personal uh my viking heritage came through my parents got their uh ancestry stuff done They're- and like we're irish okay. and english and my dad just had surgery right. on his hand where he's got these uh, collagen buildups on his tendons in his hand. 
which caused his like pinky finger specifically to curl in on itself. And they said that this disease is a is a is like a genetic marker of Vikings coming in and raping Irish and English people. Well, yeah, I mean, I th- you're you're redheaded, yeah. and I'm pretty sure red hair only comes from like Norway, like Scandinavia. It doesn't come or it from started Ireland somewhere around there. Or it was prevalent there, but. Yeah, the the hair color is is a marker of Viking. But yeah, I don't Vikings. know why I felt like I needed to share that Christmas knowledge. But no, but it's that important. Was, uh, uh, I'd like to hear more about uh, our educational topic in uh, Mr. Pete. So Saint Nick makes his way to the New World in the form of America, kind of in the eighteen hundreds. Um, he's getting really popular. Still as like a Dutch figure, because there's a lot of, I mean, New York itself is a Dutch colony. So there's a lot of Dutch people there, and they keep those same traditions alive in the New World. Um, then in 1822, Clement Clark uh, Moore wrote this poem, and you know it, Twas the Night Before cool. Christmas. And that poem actually creates the Santa Claus oh, myth. Oh, wow. Um, 1822. Okay. Yep, 1822. And so he kind of takes a bit of that Dutch St. Nick and he mix him with like a mischievous elf kind of figure mm-hmm. in the poem. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've heard the poem. And so he kind of creates the beginnings of our character. Then in, uh, what is it, 1881, Thomas Nast, who, if you don't know who Thomas Nast is, you should probably look him up. He's a really interesting figure. He was a political cartoonist, like through the Civil okay. War. Um, like, so he's, his cartoons, like if you're looking at a history book and it's got like civil war cartoons, they're probably his. Um, and he also was like, uh, he would do woodblock carvings of battles during the civil war and like put them in the newspapers. So he was a hugely trusted name in the media, uh, in the late 1800s. Um, he then carves this image of Santa Claus that we know him today in like big American furs and the red suit. With the big bag, and he's kind of big and My jolly. Favorite. And he actually used him. My favorite. favorite. I don't like a skinny Santa Claus. <laughs> no. Oh, really? You like a big fat? You gotta, you gotta yeah, have a gotta big fat slow. Santa Claus. You got to know you could like push them over easily. Um, skinny Santa Claus is just a little scary. Like Billy. Bo- I've never put too much thought into my like opinion of what Billy Santa Bob look Thornton. Like. Get out of here. Yeah. Bad Santa. Okay, so he uses Thomas Nastin is drawing these pictures of Santa, and he's actually using them kind of as propaganda oh, wow. against propaganda propaganda. And is for he Santa. drawing? Is uh, he drawing or carving? You said he does both. Like, are these the? Yeah, they're 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 really carving. So carvings would work well oh, for newspapers, oh, right? Oh, you carve oh, into oh, wood, cool. and they could okay. use it to make a die, right? Uh, and print newspapers. So yeah, he does these carvings of. Uh, Woodblock prints is the okay. better way to say it, um, of of Santa Claus and yeah, it's it's propaganda against the South, uh, so you know that's kind of where um, Santa Claus comes from the North Pole, all that stuff. Oh whoa, okay. Yeah, so these two guys, like this one poem and this one like draw drawing, mixed with some sort of Norse and Dutch in Catholic tradition kind of mixed together and create the American Santa Claus. And now the American Santa Claus 
is almost the Santa Claus everywhere else except for Holland. Like, you know, in uh, England, they had Father yes. Christmas, who was a, a different guy. Uh, I think in England now they really have Santa Claus. Huh. And I don't know if they – I think they call him Father Christmas, and but he's really the same guy. They kind of – you know, American culture just like spreading like yeah. weeds. Wow. But the the point of this week's challenge, and I don't know if we said it, was to take – well, I'm sure it's the episode title, it's, isn't it? Yeah. Of course. Take a picture yeah. with Santa Claus, right? Get your picture taken with Santa Claus. So it Bonus really falls for down to an elf on your lap. <laughs> yeah, an elf on your lap. That was part of the game. So, oh, did you get? Oh, I wonder if you got an elf on your lap. Um, so it comes to the United States. It's it's growing and growing and growing. And then in 1890, so very quickly after this uh, American myth has been created, James Edgar of Brockton, Massachusetts, he owns a dry goods like department store. He goes into Boston. He gets himself a Santa Claus suit, and he starts being <laughs> Santa Claus in his store. And people come from cool. everywhere. Like, it is a huge hit. This dude dresses up as Santa. Children come from everywhere because I guess at that point you'd only ever seen pictures of Santa. You never thought you yeah. could meet him. And so this guy gives you the opportunity and to meet him. That year was when? You said early 1900s? 1890. 1890. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. And so this is a, it's a little uh, controversial because Macy's claims to have had the first mm-hmm. Santa Claus in a store. But this is, this one checked out for me. Cool. Within a year, the next year, there are Santa Claus in every like department store in America. In 1891, it is just a thing, and now it is continually sales, a thing uh, through our yeah. whole childhood. Sales our whole and marketing lives. tool. This started with marketing, right? Yeah, it gets the kids uh-huh. in the store. That's cool. Do, and yeah. do you think the guy? So that's where we're at now. The guy who owns the little convenience store was like, did like did he do it as? an idea that just came to him or was this like a focused effort where he and his family sat around the chalkboard and started thinking of like ways to get people like, listen, if we don't have a good holiday season, this, the store is going to close and this family is going to starve. What are we going to (laughs) do? Right. What do they do? People had started buying gifts and stuff and toys for Christmas. That had already started. And I don't want you to think it was a convenience store. This is It's a dry right. goods store. A general store. Which I think is a precursor to a, like a department yeah. store. Yeah. It's like a whole bunch one of step stuff. below what became department yeah, stores. Yeah, they got food. They got clothes. They got toys. They got motor oil. They got all sorts yeah, of stuff. Yeah, I think he was – so he turns out he's a really like warm-hearted man. So he actually bought a shoe factory. So his like Santa Claus thing had been become popular – um, and he really just wanted, I think, wanted to bring joy to children, which, like, now there's these Santa universities. Have no, you seen this? Is that, is that how, have you, have is you, that how you can uh, train to become a, a good Santa? Yeah. These guys, uh, Santa Clauses and Mrs. Clauses, go to these four-day universities oh, wow. um, through, the, through these, like, big things, and they learn how to be a mall Santa. Um I guess we should put a disclaimer at the beginning of this, Dustin, that we are discussing Santa Claus. And if anyone has children, should we do? Should we like add that? Yeah. In? Thank you for that reminder. Here, thank here. you for that reminder. We'll we'll, yeah. we'll do that. Uh, a Santa. Uh, so, what are we gonna call it? A Santa <laughs> PSA. Uh, Santa spoilers. Yeah, we should put a Santa. Uh, a Santa, yeah. Santa spoilers. Um, uh, let's see here. Just here like, I'm gonna do a rough draft. This episode. I'm gonna do a rough draft of it. Okay. Hello. This is Dustin with the Deuter Else podcast. 
Today's episode discusses sensitive topics involving Santa and Santa Claus. <laughs> if you have young children in, and you want to listen to a bleeped version of this episode, go <laughs> go to our website at www.gofuckyourself.com. Okay. This show is not for yeah. children. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, just paste that to the front. Done. And then we'll have done. it again here. Done. Yeah. Done. All right. You ready to talk yeah, about the challenge? Yeah, but involving the go back to the woodblock carving artists that helped create Santa okay. Claus. There, there is a, okay. a correction. Nast. I think that I'm gonna have to. I have to tell you, I think you won the flip challenge, the flip something challenge, my friend. My parents even said that you technically didn't win, Dustin. So, um, what? What? Because why? I delivered and got paid for your blocks for your sister's blocks yesterday, and uh-huh. that day, my mom was like, Dustin, you know, your father and I have thought about the podcast and. We don't think you won the flip something challenge. Ryan got the money oh, before no. you, and, and so, so <laughs> I tried to. <laughs> I'm I, back know, on I top. tried to use the whole like I got a purchase. I could be order sweet thing. and let you let you oh, take yeah. this, but there, you know, <laughs> cash is king. All Dustin. Right. cash is king. I think the listeners know who the winner is. Uh, of course, I think they know. I think they knew the of whole time. Of course, okay. Thank you, Graham family. Uh, All right, let's talk, talk about, the, about challenge. the challenge. This week's challenge was get your picture taken with Santa Claus. Uh, Dustin, I'll go first. Is that all right? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm drinking coffee. Yeah, that's great. Go ahead. <laughs> so I've just I've just texted you the picture. I'll set the scene now. Okay. Um, um, Sunday. Tell, you tell me uh, before I felt my phone buzz. You tell me when I need to look at it. Okay, I'll tell you when. Okay. So this Sunday, Courtney and I uh, headed up to the Battery. With our puppy in tow, uh, Rosie, the new puppy, who is our whole life right now. Um, and the battery is like where the Braves play. You know, it's like this big, sprawling complex of bars and fun things and restaurants uh-huh. and, and, of course, a stadium. Um, and you're allowed to, like, drink in the street. So we went in, saw a Christmas tree, uh, got a brewski, got in line, played with other puppies in line to go see Santa We're- Santa Paws. Oh, cool. <laughs> Was so, that that was everybody drinking in line? Was yeah, everybody kinda... was drinking in line. There were a few kids, but it was mostly just like people in their thirties with their dog, because they don't have kids. <laughs> uh, it was a lot of that, and like all the dogs were getting along. We had a great time there in the line there for like a half hour, hanging out with all the other puppies. And Dustin, uh-huh. you you can take a picture. Look at the picture here. So we okay. get in, and I'll post okay. this to the Instagram. Oh, look at that! Wait, where's Rose? There, you see you can her hardly the... see Rosie. Yeah, it was a little unfortunate. Uh, the Santa Claus was wearing a dark maroon, and Rosie is jet black. <laughs> that's a that's a good looking Santa, dude. dude you look look Holy at the size sh- of his legs. He's, look at dude, he's <laughs> huge. This dude, I mean, it, it helps that Courtney and I are small, but this dude, this Santa Claus, is the biggest dude I've ever just like stood next to. Oh my to, god! Or look at his to. feet. How tall look do you think legs. he is? Look at his legs. Look at his knees. Uh, uh, look at that belt buckle. That belt buckle's as big as Rosie. He's got to be at least six four. Six he probably four, weighs easy. like what three hundred pounds? Easy three hundred pounds. This dude, this dude is the absolute unit. 
Uh, so go on the Instagram, please <laughs> look at the Santa Claus. And we'll just zoom in on, on our legs. Zoom in on my leg. I don't have, uh, like, tiny chicken legs or anything. I have, like, regular regular legs. This Santa dude, Claus it, has got me beat. Who is, who is oh, cool. It, it's all the the Hall of Famers got stockings. John oh, and all the Chipper Braves. and Hank yeah. and Tom. That's cool. There you go. You're looking in the background now. I actually never noticed uh, that. What are you talking about? Uh, look at the stockings. The stockings on the on the back of the mantle. Um, it oh, says starting from Greg. left to right. It's like Chipper and someone and John. That's John Smoltz, Greg Tom Maddox, for Hank Tom Aaron, Glavin. Tom Glavin, and two other guys I can't see, but I bet um, Andrew's in there somewhere. Andrew Jones, right? Yeah. Um, that's cool. Dude, That's Smoltz nice and Glavin both made it into the restaurant last week. It was a, it was oh, a nice cool. week separately, but they were both there. Awesome. Yeah. That's All right, cool. Dustin, send me your picture. What a good photo. That's I'm good sure photo. I'm sure you and Casey went and saw uh, Santa Claus this week. So Yeah, let me see. take... Uh, here. All right, I just texted you my picture of me with Santa. Um, Dustin? And Casey, Casey didn't come with me to uh, see Santa this time. Dustin? Yeah. Um, just got your picture, buddy. It's good, right? Um, <laughs> Look at that sweater. This is a good sweater. It's a good Christmas cardigan, and you're there with Santa Claus. I, I see it's you and Santa Claus, and then I see another uh, image of you holding this picture. Um, but it, it seems like this picture is from, like, 1994, bud. Yeah. Back yeah, when uh, Smoltz and Glavin were playing for the old Bravos. Uh, what What's going on here, man? Yes. Wait. You asked for a picture... Of me with Santa. You wanted me to take a picture with Santa. I wanted you to go get your picture taken with Santa. I obviously did. N- you. No, you didn't. Wait. How did this picture come to existence if I didn't? All take right, my folks, you go on the Instagram. This is a picture of Dustin as a child with Santa Claus. Dustin, explain yourself. <laughs> this is no okay well you tell me if i'm wrong here if i failed the challenge but i'm only going to accept voicemails okay 724 do it pod it's no bullshit you call in you tell me if i'm a loser or not but i think i won but this this <laughs> tell photo, us how you won tell us about this, this <laughs> not how i won uh i didn't fail uh this photo though is significant this was a photo taken i think in 92 uh, when I was in like third grade, fourth grade, um, my I was living in Pennsylvania and my views on Santa were starting to shift. I was getting stories of, you know, Santa not being real and getting, from school getting suspicious, getting suspicious, that kind of thing. Um, and my parents took me to see Santa and. I'm waiting in line, and it's my turn to see Santa, and Santa looks right at me and goes, Well, hey, Dustin, come on up here. <laughs> you know, like... He knew. He knew my name. He knew my name, and I turned around and looked at my parents. I'm like, he knows my name. He knows my name. And I'm like, oh, God. I'm like pissing my little khakis. I'm so scared with excitement. Like, just like, how does this happen? This never happens. Um... So then he's, I sit on his lap and he's like, how was that puppy I brought you last year? He and knows. He knows. He knows everything. He brought me the puppy last year. Brought me Murphy. He was a good boy back then. But we put him to sleep because he bit our neighbors. So he's not a good boy. Um, that can happen when your childhood is based off lies. You know? 
<laughs> but I believed I believed in Santa so hard until like sixth grade, which is way too long. Oh, so to this really did this really did the trick. That that moment blew my mind, and I didn't care what anybody said, what anybody told me. You had you proof. Know? I had proof. I know that Santa knows me. He probably doesn't know you because you're a bad kid. You're on the naughty list. I'm on the good list. It's like, but yeah, man, Santa blew my mind that year. And I still love the the story of Santa and the the idea of Santa, you know, just like this magical figure that, you know, like you said, the elf, the elf like creature man. Why did your parents do this? Because it seems to me that you were at the right age to kind of like fade away from Santa in, in you know, in a graceful way. You know, it's a it's a sad but kind of sweet moment that we all get to. Yeah. I, I remember it around third grade, and I have a younger sibling, so I kind of kept up the act privately uh-huh. for yeah. a couple of years, and then yeah. only when confronted by my parents was I was like, yeah, no, I know. But yeah. uh, why did your <laughs> your parents need to know. explain why they paid Santa Claus twenty bucks to like lie to you? That I think it was just to. You know, create the to create. They just like the, the magic. I mean, like, yeah, you you know, you go to Harry Potter World today. Kids are paying a lot more to believe in something that's fake, right? Yeah, like, I guess you could take so. a little kid to Harry Potter World and buy a, a remote control wand for a hundred and fifty bucks. Here's where here's wave where it at the this... wall and do real magic, you know. But like, yeah. But here's the it, problem it, with Santa Claus in these in these ways, as I yeah. see it. Is Santa okay. Claus becomes for a lot of children a deity? Um, yeah, of course. It, it sounds like he probably was for you. Like he's a magical man in the sky, almost in the North Pole. I've heard well, yeah, some and stories this, of Elf on the Shelf. Yeah, yeah. Like I've heard of, I've heard of Santa, and I had met totally different Santas throughout the years leading up to this event. Right? They all looked different. And they were different people, and. But for whatever reason, this moment made made it real, made all these stories real for me in a very personal way. So, like, I don't know if other parents are doing this. Like, if you do, like, it's going to blow your kid's mind, and it's really cool experience as a little kid. It is Maybe magical. it sets them back a few years. <laughs> Maybe. It's, it's a complicated <laughs> relationship, right? Where it's like, okay, believe yeah. in this magical thing for fun, and that's great. And then some parents use it as like a motivator for their kids to be like not to be behaved, not naughty. Yeah. Which is, I understand. I've got to understand that it's hard to be a parent, but at a certain level, like there is no Santa Claus. Like your kid's not on the naughty list. (laughs) Like, why are you telling him these crazy lies? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Am I, am I the monster? Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. My parents were very casual about Santa Claus. Santa Claus existed. Santa Claus was fun. Then Santa Claus went away. It was great. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you when I when I finally did ask my parents if Santa Claus was real or fake, and I learned that he wasn't real, my heart broke into a million Aww. pieces. And I think I'm I've slowly put them back together. I might be a few pieces shy oh, of God. Uh, my million, but uh, Santa Claus is real for a while. Let's say that real for a while. Uh, well, bud. It's time we review this thing. All right. 
Let's review this challenge. Like we reviewed that big Santa's subtle largeness of <laughs> his pants. <laughs> Every week on the show, we create a custom scale to review our custom challenge. This week, it was my challenge, so it's your job to make the review. Uh, I would like to invoke uh, the traditional view of Santa. And I'm going to say, um, you know, there's in a pre-Rudolph and a post-Rudolph world. Post-Rudolph. <laughs> Post-Rudolph. We hey, okay, Rudolph. Okay, computer. Tell me, where's Rudolph Wendia from? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the pre-Rudolph and post-Rudolph world, okay? Okay. Uh, that means on a scale from one to eight reindeer, we're going to leave off that mutant Rudolph. Okay, Dasher, um, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen. Okay, on a scale from one to eight reindeer, what would you, how many reindeer will you give this challenge? So, uh, for me and mine... It was kind of a stressful day. Uh, it had been a little rainy that day. And then I had this dumb plan to drive us out of the city up to this dumb battery thing where we were going to have to park in a parking garage with a puppy and go wait in a line and get a picture taken. And it was probably going to be a mess. Um, kind of stressed about it. Once we got there, it was a terrific and lovely experience. Uh, we got to eat pizza afterwards at Antico and watch the Falcons win which was terrific. Um, it was really fun being with the other dogs in line. I'm giving this eight reindeer. Sweet! Awesome! Loved it. Loved the challenge. Sedgwick, eight reindeer approval. I got to give it a four challenge. <laughs> Actually, I don't even think I can rate it because if you believe I didn't do it. Well, you believe then... you did do it. So let's go with your rating. The listeners will have to decide whether or not you did it or else. Okay. I'm going to give it a four because all I did was uh, mull over back and forth like, okay, you got, you know, I kept looking at the calendar and being like, I'm going to grab the dogs. I'm going to go do a photo with Santa. And I kept mulling over these times when I can go. And then I would get caught up in work and time would just slip by and I'd miss my Santa hours at the mall. And then, I, you know, finally, um, a couple days ago, it was just like, all right, I'm not going to do this. This is going to be controversial, what I'm about to do. But that's okay. I live in a controversial state of mind all the time. And uh, so I, I took my photo. Uh, I found my old photos of Santa um, from previous excursions to take my picture with Santa. Because I've done it a whole bunch of times, Ryan. I've taken a lot of photos, which is probably why, uh, you know, I, I, maybe I should have less photos than you. Maybe I should have like four less photos than you. And that's why you're a lot more rational than me. But... <laughs> Whatever, we'll, we'll we'll go into a yeah, psychology you have four challenge Four years later. of extra Santa, Santa that I don't <laughs> yeah. have. Yeah, and uh, um, yeah. So I did have fun going through all those old fold old photos and like family albums and stuff like that, and um, that was really cool to to just look back on old memories. I I'm I got to give it a four because I don't think I did it as good as I could, even though I'm going to defend my decision. Can I cut in here? Um, cut in. 
So uh, for Christmas, you came over, watched a movie with me, and gave me uh, a terrific Talenti container full of your homemade trail mix. Oh, yeah. Which I adored. Thank you very much. Um, and as my Christmas present to you, uh, I'm going to give you a complete on this challenge. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say you did it, Dustin. This is not yeah! a fail. <laughs> Merry Christmas, buddy. Oh, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Oh, thank you. Okay, I, I'm going to stop sweating. Uh, I'm, I've just been so nervous leading up to this episode. Um, yeah, you did it. Still, get, you did give, it. Me, give, me, give us a voicemail. <laughs> let, I don't call care us what in, the let us know. Say. Is Ryan too forgiving? Is yeah, Ryan a pushover? It's the Christmas you tell spirit, us. people. Christmas spirit. <laughs> All right, Dustin, oh, let's, uh, let's figure out what we're doing next week. Let's follow the Christmas spirit to the next challenge. Ryan, let's Dustin. pick a new challenge, okay? All right. All right. Do you have something in mind? Have you prepared? Uh, well, we are in the holiday season. The, the holiday season does ask us to look backwards on a year's worth of hard work and look forward to a new year's of opportunity, that kind of thing. And looking back at the show, we've been doing this for a few months, maybe like four months, I guess, closer to three months. Yep. Um, I've enjoyed the work that we've done, and I think we, 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 need to, we need to start taking ourselves a little seriously. What do you say? Okay, let's do it. What, let's, what's, what's the challenge? Let's come up with a new year a new year's do it or else slogan oh i like or a that. marketing challenge or a tagline challenge like if you got uh, an idea that's going to help uh describe our podcast in one sentence like are we gonna let's try and figure out an elevator pitch or something what do you what do you think this is what it should be it should be a slogan it a should slogan. be like okay. uh, you know nike's got just do it um that's perfect. Like do it actually. or else let's podcast. Just do it. Do it That's or perfect. else. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Let's just can go we with just that. Say, can we take just do can it? We have Is that, that okay? Yeah. So <laughs> we need something like that. Uh, so that that's perfect, Dustin. So next week for the New Year's Day challenge, uh, come 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 ready to play. Come with a bunch of slogans. Um, listeners, send in your slogans. Send in your pictures with Santa Claus. Um, as a child or as an adult, they all count. Um, yeah. 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 Okay, that's a that's a great one, man. Well, um, where can people find us on Instagram? You can find us on Instagram at Do It or Else Pod. That's our Instagram handle. We've got an email address, Do It or Else Pod at gmail .com, If you want to submit an email uh, with suggestions or your photos, a little and bit of we'd snail be mail. Happy to share them. Give us some snail mail. Oh, I got you. I got you, big boy. Uh, and then I you can you. call Dustin on his burner phone that has a special do it or else voicemail at 724 do it pod. You've got to figure out how to type words into numbers. They still exist on an iPhone. They still exist. Yeah. If you look at the keypad on your phone, you can see the little letters underneath. Did you know that? Children, if you're listening, this is how you type in do it or, or sorry, do it pod. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you press seven, two, four, three, six, four, eight, seven, six, three. That's how you do it. That's how, That's it how works. you call in. It's that easy. All right. So Merry Christmas, everybody. Thank you for spending the holidays with us in this whole year. Uh, one more episode left this year, and then it's 2020. Come ready with those slogans. Merry Christmas, Dustin. Merry Christmas, Ryan. Happy holidays. Hi, Rosie. Bye, Rosie. 
<laughs> Hi, Courtney. Merry Christmas. Love you. Love all of you. I love you. Where are you going? Where are you going? As we play out this song, this song is going to keep playing. Ryan's going to disappear into nothing, but I'm going to be here just waiting for you. We're still here. We're not going. You don't go anywhere. Just like St. Nicholas. We're in the closet. We're watching you. We're still here. Hey, psst. Dustin, are you still making the show? We're still here. Dustin, yeah. you gotta be done. Yeah, I'm, I'm still I'm still here. You're gonna have to pry me away from this microphone. Hey, get off of me. Hey, let go of me. Dustin, <laughs> get out of there.